Welcome to Is It Worth It, the self-worth podcast where we explore how different areas of our life affect our self-worth and how to build and maintain our sense of self-worth. My name is Roshni and I am a self-worth life coach. I help my clients discover their worth so they can stop holding back and start taking control of their lives full force. You can find my other free content under the name Beti Grew Up, that's B-E-T-I Grew Up, on Instagram and YouTube, and you can sign up for my free newsletter at BetiGrewUp.com. Hope you enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to Is It Worth It? The Self-Worth Podcast. There has been a lot going on. I wanted to actually talk about the coronavirus and the scare and the panic that's been going on everywhere. And this isn't content based on like how to not get it or about the virus itself. I just wanted to talk about kind of the social impact that it's been having. It's really important to remember that Anxiety and creating routines are related, right? In a lot of cases, creating routines help anxiety because it takes a lot of the uncertainty out of things and it helps you, you know, stop overthinking so much about every little decision. And so because of that, a lot of us rely on, you know, having these routines to to stay calm and to stay organized and, you know, to feel like we are on top of things. And so when people are taken out of, you know, their daily routines, um, their workplace, they are you know, supposed to stay at home in what may not always be a comfortable environment, all of that obviously takes a toll on people. You know, how do you find peace during this time? How do you allow yourself to not get swept up by the panic and the fear and all of that that's been going on and actually just focus on maintaining that peace and so that's what I wanted to talk about was kind of the relationship between the quarantine and the possibility for self-care here so I've been seeing all these different you know influencers and bloggers and people come out with things that you should do during this time you know hobbies being productive finally starting that podcast or finally you know starting that YouTube channel or whatever you know hobbies and things have been on your list and by all means like if you want to get creative get creative like I have nothing against that at all I have been, you know, in more of a creative space lately as well. And, you know, I'm I'm definitely loving it. But I really do want to challenge you. And the focus of this podcast is kind of about just doing nothing, right? So when we feel the need to constantly be productive, that a lot of that is based in our need for external validation. And it's also based in feeding our ego's need for drama and distraction, you know? So when you are, you know, driving to work, you can experience road rage. When you are in the office, you know, there's always someone that you can complain about or someone that you can kind of judge a little bit, or maybe someone isn't as, as good as you are at the position, or, you know, maybe there's someone in your office that just messes up or makes mistakes or whatever, but all those little things can kind of feed your ego. And even if drama is negative, even if people are talking about you, or it's something where you feel like you haven't done anything wrong, that can still kind of give your ego that need for drama because people are at least talking about you. People notice you. People, you know, you, you've taken up that time and attention from another person for them to focus on you. There are things that while it may sound negative and we may all think, oh, there's no way I would want to be part of that or, you know, I that's not something that I want. There is kind of just that attachment to drama that we all that is a result from all of our egos. And, 
you know, that's fine. That's natural. That's what all humans experience. So it's nothing to, you know, beat yourself up about or demonize in a way, but it is just important to notice these things and be able to, you know, kind of unplug from that idea. And part of that is why the quarantine is so challenging because we're taken away from all of these outside distractions. And really the most challenging thing for most of us is that we don't know how to sit still. And the thing is, you know, when you're busy and you're on the go all the time, you convince yourself that you can sit still, that you know how, but that you're just too busy and you say, you know, oh, it would be so great if I had a break, blah, blah, blah. But then any time that you do have that break, you overschedule yourself or you come up with a list of things that you have to do or, you know, you find something to fill that time with and I'm the same way you know even when I would have like the rare day off I would have to make a list of like things I had to do around the house errands things I have to catch up on and yes it's great to make sure that you know you're keeping up with all of those things and that you're not letting you know things go undone but at the same time we've kind of created this society where we are constantly so busy that anytime we have a free moment we immediately have to fill it up with all these things that we haven't had time to do we don't know how to sit still we don't know how to be silent and be peaceful but when you do find it difficult to sit still a lot of that can be because you have been repressing emotions and some of this could be you know from a recent breakup or you know something that happened to you recently or maybe something that you have just kind of been consistently running away from but the second that you allow yourself to kind of sit still and you don't do anything that's when you get flooded with all these feelings that don't feel so good but those feelings wouldn't come up if they weren't already there so if you're you know sitting still and you're giving yourself that time in that space it can feel really uncomfortable but that discomfort comes from from some sort of repressed emotions you know that emotion would have to be there in the first place for it to be the first place where your mind goes and just because we find all these ways to distract ourselves on a daily basis doesn't mean that that's ever going away and that again is why that phrase is that you're running away from your emotions because you are you know constantly doing something to keep them at bay again that's kind of how the ego plays into that need for external validation and that need for drama and distraction it's because you are able to find things on a day-to-day -day basis that will take you away from that pain that you're feeling inside whether it's seeing someone else in pain or seeing someone else embarrass themselves all of those feelings come from ego if you genuinely feel like you're doing great in life, you know, you have what you want, you're happy with yourself, you view yourself as successful and together, then you're not going to feel like you constantly need to prove that you're better than other people, right? Like that desire comes from somewhere. It comes from some sort of lack or scarcity that you see within yourself. And a lot of that can just be from, you know, situations or emotions that have just been unresolved. And the smallest things can end up catapulting into something larger that we need healing from, right? Like even little things like all the way back in childhood, like not being picked for teams or just kind of feeling like people didn't want to be near you or didn't want to be close to you. I'm not saying that every single one of those instances is something that you need to heal from today but what I am saying is that those things can kind of form this identity about yourself and how you see yourself like oh you know I prefer just being alone I prefer not being in groups I prefer not to you know kind of interact with a lot of people and I prefer to keep my friends close and like you know my circle very tight a lot of those things can come from that 
idea of being bullied or not being socially accepted or not, you know, fitting into big groups when you are young and you carry that all the way throughout your life. You see what I'm saying? So even though it's not like you need to go back to this one day in fifth grade, unless that really has been like weighing on your mind, it is just kind of these ideas and these stories that we tell ourselves that become wrapped into our identity. And then because our identity is our identity and that's who we are and how we see ourselves, it becomes really hard to separate ourselves from those qualities, even if some of those are negative or maybe untrue, we just kind of use that as a shield. And that identity shield is your ego, right? That's how you see yourself, but your identity can be shifted. And I've done this work so much in my own life of, you know, going from like the party girl to someone who's more responsible, going from someone who didn't really have it all together and was scared of doing like these basic adult things. Like I went from being kind of that irresponsible, somewhat flaky person to someone that is very responsible, someone that is very dependable. And while I feel like in some level I had a lot of these qualities before, my actions weren't really showing it, right? And so you can evolve evolve your identity at any point you just need to decide what you're willing to do and what you're not no longer willing to put up with when it comes to your own actions all these things can make it really difficult to sit still with ourselves but I really want to challenge you during this time of the quarantine to do nothing as much as you can or to at least embrace doing nothing because again like I said so many people are saying you know this is how you find ways to be productive this is how you do this and that but when it comes to self-worth you cannot rely on your productivity and your external validation to carry your self-worth because there will always be another project to do there will always be more fans or more followers to get there will always be you know another level in being a success story or a monetary level that you want to achieve there's always going to be one next step that you're looking towards until you want to say that this is the time that you decide to see yourself as worthy it's not going to happen so relying on external things or it's always a fickle way of developing your self-worth and in fact even in those situations even if you have all this money and you have this great career and you have all these accomplishments under your belt The only thing that that can do is kind of help your outward facing self-esteem. And again, it's not that you can't be proud of all these things that you've done. It's just that what's the point of doing things just to convince yourself that you're worthy? Because the only thing stopping you from understanding and knowing that you're worthy is you not deciding to see yourself that way. Again, with deciding what is worthy, you are the only person that can decide what is time well spent. Only you can decide if something was worth your time or wasn't worth your time. And with self-care as well, you need to give yourself that time to care for yourself because prioritizing yourself that way and taking time out of your day, which we all see time as like this precious, valuable thing. So when you decide to take time, whether that's your skincare routine or getting ready routine in the morning or meditating or yoga or taking a walk, all these things are really great things that you can do that show you that you are worth spending time on and being cared for. And the other side of self-care is also that, you know, you're showing yourself that I'm strong enough to do this for myself. I don't need anyone else to tell me to get out of the house and go on my walk. I don't need anyone else to tell me to do my skincare routine. So not only do you feel cared for and pampered and seen and paid attention to, but you also feel like you're strong enough to be the person that does that for yourself. It's that very personal side to self-care that makes it feel so special. 
special and that makes you feel so good when you do it. And so with, you know, time and deciding what is time well spent, we have these really difficult restrictions and these kind of rigid boundaries around us telling us what's productive and what's not. And I have to be honest, in my own past of healing, I have done the most healing when I have given myself significant amount of time to just do nothing. I would have these crazy realizations and these breakthroughs and then I would, you know, break down or be really sad about it. But then I would spend like a few hours like watching TV and like watching TV obviously doesn't solve your problems, but it was that time that I gave to myself to not really do anything, to not be anywhere, to not have to be, you know, present in any other situation. Through those moments, I gave myself the time and the space that I needed to feel any emotions that came up to, you know, experience these things without constant pressure. And of course, during these times in my life, like I was still going to work, I was still doing like basic productive, productive things, but you can still find some time in your schedule to do nothing and to kind of let yourself off the hook. And that's what we're all missing in our daily lives. Like we are so busy. We have friends to catch up with or kids to take care of. And all this stuff is great. Like all these things give back to us in different ways. But during this exclusive different time of the corona quarantine and us being stuck at home, not really having the opportunity to go out there and do all these things, not always having access to a gym or, you know, being able to go to a restaurant or to a bar and eat with friends, like all those things significantly cut down on the kinds of things that we do on a daily basis or on weekends. And because of that, I really want to challenge you to embrace this time to just do nothing and to just enjoy yourself. And I'm not saying that you can't do anything and that you have to just sit on your couch in silence, right? Even things like being creative kind of get you into this mental flow that helps you heal. So if it's things like doing art at home or going on a digital detox and not listening to that extra level of noise in your life, like whatever those little things are that really comfort you and soothe you, it's totally okay to do that. It's just that I want to encourage you to not have any outcome from that productivity, right? Like you can spend time being creative, but you don't have to put, you know, that photo shoot up on your Instagram or you don't have to make anything that's worth looking at or you don't have to, you know, work on something that you're going to end up selling. Like this is the perfect time to be able to you know, dive into all those things that have been interesting you without the pressure of, you know, doing it for some sort of outcome or for likes or for validation. This is that break from the drama and the distractions that we've been asking for. And yet when we have it, we don't know how to handle it. Like we don't give ourselves enough of this white space to discover what we're into these days or what has changed about us or what we feel interested in. Um, and, you know, that's what I want to encourage you to do because doing nothing will most likely eventually lead you to doing something or to checking out something new that can teach you a lot. And again, going back to my healing experience, this is what happened to me because I didn't do anything and because I just kind of gave myself this space to figure my emotions out and to figure my healing out, I ended up stumbling on you know, all of these books and these resources and podcasts and things like that, that really taught me so much that made me feel so understood. And that's what I love about doing nothing is that you'll stumble upon things that will help you in your healing so much more, but you just have to like 
embrace the doing nothing part of it to find that. You have to trust in whatever is piquing your interest and whatever is coming to you. And that can help you in so many ways that you didn't even think of or consider. And that's kind of what we've missed in life. It's been that need to you know, go, 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 have everything planned out, not have any bit of creativity or just downtime in our schedules. That has got us so kind of addicted to the schedule of always being busy and always being spoken for, always having something on your plate. And we no longer know how to embrace this time of doing nothing. And when it comes to that pain that might come up for you when you are sitting still, it's important that you just start to, you know, write down what you're feeling. You can write down physical sensations going through your body you can write down you know thoughts that you're having memories that you're experiencing um, and again like when it comes to self-healing there's a lot of painful moments that can start to come up for you there can be things that are very uncomfortable but again once you cross that bridge it's like you're a whole different person without all this baggage just weighing you down and the thing is everyone in life has been through stuff like no one comes out unscathed and just has like a perfect life everyone has problems so when you think about it that way it makes it easier for you to look at your own and say okay this is something manageable like this is something that I can get through that I can get to the other side of and I'm still this whole amazing beautiful worthy person that's going to come out of it but it takes a little bit of work to get through that and that's with everything like every great amazing career takes work to start takes a lot of schooling every amazing business takes you know hard work from the beginning and nothing is ever sunshine and roses right you get through the rain to see the rainbow and sorry about how cheesy that was but that's literally the truth like you have to go through some uncomfortable things to get to the good parts but don't let the start or the thought of that discomfort make you want to say that the good part of it isn't worth it just because you can't see it yet. You know what I mean? So I truly encourage you to, if you are feeling uncomfortable, if you are feeling sad, give yourself 10 or 15 minutes to journal and then put on your favorite movie, eat some Oreos and some ice cream and just chill out and give yourself that time to reward yourself for the hard work that you did. I, you know, really hope that this kind of inspired you to take some time off, take some pressure off, take the need for productivity off and to really evaluate why you need that external validation, why you need that, you know, drama and that distraction what are you distracting yourself from these are all the things that I want you to ask yourself you know when you are struggling with this and I really hope that you can you know find it within yourself to embrace that time to just do nothing and don't look at it like being lazy because how often in life are you going to get this sort of opportunity to put everything on hold you know there is kind of like a different stillness in the air right now and that's something that you can use to your advantage for healing for self-care for just personal growth in general this actually is kind of an interesting amazing opportunity for a lot of people and even if you are going through a hardship you know, like losing your job or something else, it's always worth it to explore yourself. I totally understand if you are super stressed too. Like I have had a very stressful few months, especially the last few weeks. I have been on the job hunt and got very close to getting a really good job, except they ended up closing the position and not hiring anyone. Then my 
dog passed away. She was only seven and we had to put her down because of some really bad health problems that she wasn't getting better from. And now this whole virus thing happened where it makes it much harder for me to, you know, apply for a job and be able to start right away. Things like that have, you know, really taken a toll on me. So I understand the stressful side of it. But when things get that stressful, that's the time that you need to make sure that you're checking in with yourself, managing your emotions, healing from any like major wounds that you still have. Because when things start going wrong, if you don't correct it and at least make sure that you're taking care of your mental health during that time, that's when they could go from bad to way, way worse. And I have had moments of feeling very depressed, feeling very down, not being sure what to do, just crying and feeling so overwhelmed. So I get it. Like these cycles have to happen, but just A, don't feel guilty for the emotions that you feel and B, allow yourself to feel those emotions, whether it is overwhelmed or scared or, you know, just panicked, like allow that to pass through your system. So, you know, don't let life passing you pass you by without knowing who you really are and who you really could be if you were able to put some of these negative experiences and bad things that happen to you in your life to the side and embrace who you are fully without that dragging you down. The only thing that can give your past experiences and those negative things power is you. And so if you decide that that's not what you're going to do anymore, that you're more than that, that you're bigger than that, that you're better than that, then, you know, this is your time to really embrace that and to go for it and to dig deep into yourself and embrace that and love the whole of who you are imperfections and all like we all have imperfections and that's okay and just allow yourself to be the best investment that you can ever make will be in yourself so make sure that you don't take this time for granted and actually use this time to help you heal and help you be a better version of yourself if you want to start journaling and you want to start this process of self-work and healing but you don't know where to start i got you guys i actually created a free pdf of exercises that you can do that specifically relate to this moment in time and i have it linked in the show notes it's absolutely free you can either print it out or download it and then use adobe to fill it out so again check out the show notes if you want to grab that pdf all of my life coaching i do online so if you want to sign up definitely head over to my website www www.betigrewup.com that's b-e-t-i grewup.com thank you all so so much for listening stay safe out there don't hog the toilet paper and i will catch you guys next time happy healing